In our last episode, Galena could not keep Robert out of her mind. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of the Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series audiobooks podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book two, Matchmaker. Chapter 16 The following spring, Tom rushed to the Tyndale home. Miss Galena, he shouted. The sound of his voice made Galena come to the door and head down the porch steps towards him. By the time he stood in front of her, he was out of breath. What is it, Tom? It's... He drew in a breath. Jenny, she... He drew in another breath. Is she all right? Yes, ma'am. Slow down and explain what is going on. He drew in one more deep breath. Jennifer thinks a Mr. Bailey has come to the village. She didn't tell me much more except I had to come get you. Galena smiled. I was wondering if he would ever show up. Who is he anyway? Why don't we find out? Ten minutes later, they arrived at Gall General. Robert stood in the middle of the store speaking to the young man. She had to get a closer look. Tom, why don't you go in through the back door? She said before he opened the door to enter the store. It perplexed him. But one stern look from her is all it took for Tom to oblige. Yes, ma'am. Tom went down the steps and stopped a moment in front of Mary. Hello, Tom. Mary smiled. Galena frowned as she watched him walk away without so much as a greeting to the young lady. Mary's sad look made Galena want to speak to her, but she refrained. Next time, she whispered. Right now, I have to see how I can help Jenny. Robert intently listened to the young man and did not notice her when she entered. She maneuvered around the fabric displayed in the center shelf. From the corner of her eye, she saw Jennifer peering through the curtain. She looked about the store, pretending to shop, all the while leaning one ear towards the men's conversation. I understand it is rather awkward my being here, Mr. Gall, and you really don't know me. He clutched his hat tightly with both hands in front of him. I was quite taken by your daughter Jennifer last fall. I gather you have. You've already told me more than once. Robert was emotionless. Robert's stoic demeanor upset Galena, and she could not make out what he thought of the young man. She hid behind a shelf with merchandise to see Robert's face. Ah, yes, I see the smile in his eyes. He likes Pierre. Satisfied, she picked up a few items and slowly made her way to the counter. What do you do for a living? I enjoy anthropology. It is what I have dedicated myself to doing lately. You sound as if you're uncertain, Mr. Bailey. Robert eyed him closely. Anthropology is a hobby, really, like my sculpting was for a time. Although he kept a stoic expression, the smile in his eyes was fading. Galena noticed Jenny sensed it too, and she slipped back into the kitchen, closing the curtain tightly. Galena had to help. Mr. Bailey, how nice to see you again. Galena offered her hand in greeting. He took it and bowed. The pleasure is mine, Miss Tyndale. Now, are you kin to Ryan Bailey? Yes, he's my uncle. I see. Then you are the adventurous, wealthy nephew he told father and I about. 
I had no idea that it was you who ventured to our island nation. Did you not spend time with the nomadic people? Yes, they were my recent project I studied. His countenance turned perplexed. Might I ask you how you came to know my uncle? My mother was a Rutherford, and when she died, she left me an inheritance. Your uncle was our lawyer. I see Miss Tyndale knows you well, Robert interrupted. He turned and gave her a slight smile, then turned back to Pierre. Why don't you join us for supper, Mr. Bailey? Thank you. I'd like that very much. Pierre smiled and bowed. We have a spare room. You are welcome to stay the night. That won't be necessary, sir. Call me Robert, and I insist. It will give us more time to speak more privately later. He gave Galena a quick glance. A little annoyed, she still managed a smile. Oh, and I am sure you'll be joining us too, Miss Tyndale, Robert asserted. Me? It surprised Galena. We could not have Mr. Bailey in our home without at least having our village counselor join us. She is quite the expert in her field. Why, thank you for your kind words, Robert. You are thoughtful to invite me. I thought I would save you the time and trouble. Galena eyed Robert, hoping he would quit his insinuations of her desire to get all the wonderful details. She directed her eyes towards Pierre, who looked perplexed at the inside conversation between the two. Don't mind him, Mr. Bailey. We are just friends. I see. Mr. Bailey smiled. As you enjoyed today's story, I'd like to welcome you to become an LWH Series Audiobooks podcast supporter. This project has been so much fun as the books take on their own life in audio format. The heartbeat of LWH series is to encourage every woman to know true love. There are plans to turn the third book of the series into a radio drama. Help us continue providing you with Christian entertainment that has biblical values. Visit lwhseries.com forward slash support. When they concluded supper, all four, Pierre, Jennifer, Robert, and Galena, took a walk around the village. Pierre and Jennifer walked ahead while Robert and Galena followed a stone cast behind them. Tom remained at the store to take care of some final inventory. Besides, Galena reasoned, he was not much for all this romance. Is Tom ever going to consider marriage someday, Robert? You haven't even got Jennifer engaged, and you already want my son to marry? I had nothing to do with Pierre and Jennifer. He stopped. Why do I find it hard to believe? He kept a straight face, but she could tell he was jesting. She looked at his arched arm he was offering for her to hold. She placed her hand in the cup of his elbow, and the two began walking again. You know, someone has to ensure the happiness of all the Gall family. I'm sure you do, he chuckled. Tom, for instance, has an admirer but he ignores poor Mary all the time. So you think Tom and Mary would be happy together? Don't you? She practically worships the ground he walks on. Perhaps in time he will change his mind, especially with a little help. She raised her head confidently as they walked. Sure of yourself, are you? Abigail will change her mind too, if you continue to pursue her. She will eventually see you are serious. Still trying to ensure all Gauls are happy and married? And what about you? The question threw her off guard. 
and when he pressed her hand to his body, she felt confused with the unusual closeness. She turned the attention to Pierre and Jennifer ahead of them. They make a lovely couple, don't they? They seem to know what they want. Unlike someone I know, Galena frowned. When he gently placed his hand over hers and caressed it, she nearly jumped. I'd better make my way home. I'll walk you. I can manage, thank you. She slipped her hand away from him. Besides, they are having a lovely time. She directed his gaze to them. They are oblivious to our presence and may need your guidance to ensure they get home. That's true. We wouldn't want two people in love caught alone. His eyes met hers. You never know what villagers might think. Yes. Her breathing increased and a flood of emotion surfaced, but she warred against them. His intense gaze frightened her. I've got to go. She turned and increased her pace towards home. When she knew she was a good way off, she started running. She stopped for a moment to catch her breath on the front porch. A chill ran through her body as the late night breeze blew. She rushed inside and ran into her father, who immediately embraced her. Father, I can't, I can't. There, there, what is it, my dear? Nothing, I... He pulled her back at arm's length. Something is bothering you. You were quite excited for Jennifer. Did something go wrong with the evening? It's just... She looked out the door, then back at him. I will miss Jennifer when Pierre marries her. Her father drew her in his arms. Of course you will. She is so much like Clara. I could tell the two of you were becoming close friends. I need a little time alone to sort all these wonderful things. She managed to smile. He placed a kiss on her forehead. You want others to be happy, and I fear many times it's at the expense of your own happiness. Thank you for your understanding. She pulled away slowly and made her way upstairs. She closed her bedroom door and went to lean on her dresser. The run of emotions she desperately tried to stifle exhausted her. Thoughts of Robert assailed her, and she felt weak. She looked in the mirror and knew she was falling in love. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com. Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC.